My name is Jeremy Devins, and this is the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast with a monthly horoscope for March 2023. And this month, the astrology mentorship will be opening up for a limited time. So you can find out all about that at astrologymentorship.com. This is my most comprehensive, in-depth training to learn about how to apply astrology to all areas of your life, improve your health, wealth, relationships, and purpose, to make incredibly accurate predictions for yourself and others, and if you desire, learn how to give great readings as a Vedic astrologer. So more details to come soon on that. And why I'm offering it this month is because it is an auspicious month for that kind of work. Whether it's with me or whatever else you're exploring and studying yourself, this is a month to focus on spirituality, personal growth, and transformation. There's a big emphasis this month on creativity, on communication, on exploring new ideas and new knowledge and information, I'll share some personal experience about that and like how you can best work with this energy this month. And it's also important this month to approach relationships with diplomacy and understanding and to be mindful of any potential conflicts in communication that could arise from not being understanding, curious, and diplomatic. With all the planets still direct all month, all through March still, all the planets are direct. There are major opportunities for new beginnings but it's also important to let go of old habits and patterns that no longer serve you so you can create space for these new beginnings. Overall, it's a time for introspection, renewal, change, and transformation this month in March 2023. So I'm going to go through all the major transits happening this month in this episode, and then we'll go into the nakshatras and the deeper aspects of these things in the weekly horoscopes throughout the month. So we'll look at everything in the overview right now. There's a lot happening this month. It's a pretty big month of transits. And it is still this forward momentum growth that started in, in mid-January with Saturn moving into Aquarius for now for the next two years. So if you're feeling that shift of energy where it's like you're in a new phase of life and there's been big decisions made, big changes made, then that is part of what's happening. And if you're still like not entirely sure what the direction is, I think it'll be much more clear by next month in April when we have the eclipse and the eclipse season starts in April around the 20th and then Jupiter goes to Aries. So we'll talk about that next month. But if you're not fully feeling the shift of energies yet, you will be by mid to late April. Some people feel these things earlier on, some people later on. But we are in this transformational, changing time of new beginnings and new potential. And let's talk about how you can work with this. As always, if you want to know how it affects you personally, get your free birth chart at quietmindastrology.com slash free birth chart. The link is in the show notes as well. And that is where you can see your chart in Vedic Astrology, which if you've never seen it, might be really confusing. So I've got a video training there with it as well to understand that and help you understand how to read it. And then how to hear when I talk about Aries this month, you look where the number one is in your chart. And that's where you're sealing that shift in your life in that house. And then you can also go back to my episodes on the houses to see how each house plays out and represent what it represents for you. So first up, we have uh, Venus moving into Aries on March 11th. And I'm just going to talk about the sign transits on this episode and then the nakshatra transits on the weekly episodes. Uh, on Saturday, March 11th, Venus and Aries for 25 days. And this is a dynamic and passionate energy that emphasizes individuality, independence, and assertiveness in relationships and creative pursuits. With this placement, there is a desire for adventure, excitement, and new experiences in love and other areas of life. 
this is a powerful energy and it can be kind of impulsive at times and it can be really passionate of like, I want to do this, I want to do that. If you're dating, it's like, I want to date this person, I want to date that person. And if you're in committed relationship already, then there can be this energy of renewal in the relationship and a new passion brought forth in relationship. It's a fun energy, it's exciting, but it also can be kind of explosive and too intense for relationships at times. So if you notice the anger and frustration coming out in relationships or impulsivity, destructive patterns coming out where you're doing too much too fast in relationships, it's an opportunity to be aware of that pattern so that you can bring out the more positive energy of this, which is like this renewal, exciting, adventurous kind of energy. The next day on Sunday, March 12th, Mars moves into Gemini for 28 days. This is an energetic and intellectually curious time that emphasizes communication, versatility, and adaptability. With this transit, there's a desire for mental stimulation, variety, and the pursuit of new ideas and knowledge. And again, this is a big part of why I'm offering the mentorship this month, because there's a lot of energy around learning new things. Again, whether it's with me or whatever you're pursuing, if you've got some books you've been wanting to read, dust them off and read those books. Come up with some conversations you've been wanting to have with people. I've been doing myself uh, more interview podcasts this month for my yoga teacher training podcast. And I tend to feel these shifts about two weeks to a week before, like I'm like really feeling the energy coming on. As an astrologer, I think that's part of my karma that I've, I feel these things a little sooner. Uh, it's not really better or, or anything like that, but it's just a, an awareness of that energy coming in. And I'm really enjoying doing a lot of interview podcasts. And I may even be doing more of that here on this podcast. And, and that's the Mars and Gemini kind of energy. Mars taking action and, and ambition and drive and new directions. And then Gemini about communication and curiosity and inquisitive kind of energy. Great time for having important conversations and uh, being more social in general and having more mental stimulation, learning new things, new ideas, new knowledge, new information. And if you want to learn astrology, that's what I'll be offering in the astrology mentorship. Then I also want to touch on here that shortly after that, on Tuesday, March 14th, Saturn goes into Shatabisha Nakshatra for 30 weeks. And I want to touch on that because that's the biggest transit of the month, essentially. And whenever Saturn moves, it is a huge shift that we all feel, and it's a big turning point kind of energy. Not as big as Saturn to Aquarius, but it is important, and we will get into that more detail in two weeks when we get to that episode. But on March 14th, that's a shift to a more focus on social responsibility, personal growth, transformation, through overcoming challenges, and it's, it's a big deal. So we'll talk about that more when we get there. Also on March 14th, Sun moves into Pisces for 31 days. This is a dreamy and intuitive energy that emphasizes empathy, creativity, and spirituality. With this placement, there's a desire to connect with others on a deep emotional level and to explore the mysteries of the universe, uh, like through meditation, through transcendent kind of experiences, through astrology, through tarot, through psychic readings, intuitive works, uh, healing. All these kind of forms of healing can be really powerful right now. Chitabasha represents healing. We've had a lot of that energy in February that I've talked about in past episodes. Uh, but now a Saturn there brings more structure, support, stability, grounding into healing kind of work. 
So if you have not done any sort of grounding work, like just literally walking barefoot uh, on the sand, or on the pavement, on the grass, on the ground, any sort of like connecting to the earth can be very favorable throughout this transit of these 30 weeks. So most of the rest of the year, that it's a time to do deep healing work, to set up the structures in your life uh, with the Shatabasha energy, but with Sun and Pisces, it brings in this uh, exploration of new ideas, new imagination, new visualizations, new creative expression. Sun is our creativity, Pisces is imagination. So this is a great time to be uh, exploring new ideas and new visions for yourself of what you'd like to be creating in your life. Sun is your authority, your leadership, your power. And in Pisces, you have power in your imagination, in your dreams, if you do any sort of dream journaling, that can be really powerful and insightful for you. I love that kind of work. I often find, I've done a lot of dream work. I've talked about this in the past on the podcast, but it might seem like the dream is just meaningless, weird, completely random. And those especially are the ones that I really encourage you to write down and just notice how it feels. And if there's any sort of energetic theme there, especially the weird ones, because those are the ones we discard the most, but I think our subconscious speaks to us in symbols and not in logical, linear, verbal ways, which is the opposite of Pisces. That's Virgo. That's, I have a lot of Virgo energy myself. I like approaching spirituality from like a logical understanding of research and you know deep, doing all this deep research that I do. But Pisces energy is the opposite. It's like, what do you feel? What do you intuit? What do you sense? And it's not logical and that's where our dreams are and that's where our spiritual experiences are that it's not literal it's symbolic and when you connect to the symbols and metaphors and synchronicities and patterns that you see around you and see the world as an outer reflection of your inner experience the it's just magic <laughs> and and to me as like a highly virgo person you know that's something I choose to lean into and choose to explore. And I found so much value in seeing the magic all around us and the synchronicities and the beauty of it. And if you have interesting dreams, write them down, explore the themes, explore how it feels for you and see if it resonates as reflecting anything else that's going on in your life. And maybe it's showing you a symbolic representation of a pattern that it's time to let go of. And there's a lot of energy this month of letting go of things that are no longer serving. Next transit of note for the signs is on Wednesday, March 15th, that next day, Mercury goes into Pisces. Of course, Mercury and Sun are always transiting very close together. So Mercury is considered debilitated in Pisces, which can be considered quite challenging, but I happen to have Mercury and Pisces in my own birth chart, and here I am talking for a living. And I'm in good company, fortunately, uh, because Albert Einstein also had Mercury and Pisces, and he's known for his intelligence. But he also said that imagination is more important than reason. Right, so <laughs> there's an important connection here between the imagination of Pisces and the logic of Mercury. And of course, what I'm talking about, and, and I talk for a living, it's astrology. It's a spiritual concept. So it's not just completely logical. Uh, but this is a sensitive and intuitive energy that emphasizes imagination, creativity, and spirituality and communication and mental pursuits. 
So with this placement, there is a desire for a deeper understanding of the world and a tendency to view things with, from a compassionate and empathetic perspective. And as somebody who has this placement, that's uh, a common piece of feedback I get a lot is people say I'm very gentle or compassionate or understanding. And that is a Mercury and Pisces quality. So we all can experience and explore that part of ourselves for these 16 days, basically the second half of March of where we can be more curious about others, curious about our dreams, curious about what we envision, our imagination, our creative pursuits. And it's okay, I think, in the second half of March to just explore things for fun. Like maybe you used to paint or make music and you're like, oh, I don't have time for that now. My life is like all about work and so serious. And with all the Saturn energy of the past three years, it has been very serious in the collective in general. Uh, but whenever this Mercury and Pisces transit happens, which is every year around this time, it's an opportunity to explore your imagination a little more and your dreams and ideas and your childlike sort of curiosity. Stay connected to that. Then we have the new moon in Uttara Bhadrapada that I also will get back to because I forgot to mention the full moon on March 7th. So the full moon is in Uttara Felguni in Leo. And on March 7th, so jumping back in our timeline, it's a time for celebration, completion, and fulfillment, particularly in the areas of creative expression and personal growth. It's a time to embrace your inner light and shine your gifts with the world, share your gifts, excuse me, shine your light and share your gifts with the world in new ways and approach relationships with generosity and open-mindedness. So Uttara Falguni in Leo, it's a it's quite a social energy, but it, it can be on the negative side, uh, kind of arrogant or selfish. But with the full moon here on March 7th, it's a great time to celebrate friendships and celebrate completion of any thing that's you've learned through a relationship. Maybe it's a relationship you're letting go of or transforming in some way. A uh, sense of fulfillment and celebration about what has worked really well in a relationship or relationships in your life. And if you can be social, do things more uh, in a group or collect collecting people together or uh, celebrating things with other people, it's a great time to do that. And it's also throughout the month in general, especially the first half of the month, if uh, there's any sort of conflict in relationships or difficult conversations or issues that, that need to be addressed, being generous, being kind, compassionate, open-minded, curious can go a long way to bringing out the best kind of results of these conversations or issues that may be arising. Uh, but this is quite a positive celebratory energy, quite a fun uh, full moon kind of energy. Great time to do something to celebrate on that day, something fun and exciting. Okay, now we get to the new moon. So on March 21st, Tuesday, March 21st, new moon in Uttara Bhadrapada, a time of introspection and spiritual renewal, focusing on personal growth and transformation. Transformation, a big theme throughout the whole month. And especially on this day, March 21st, a time to let go of what no longer serves you and open yourself up to new possibilities and opportunities for growth. The deity of this nakshatra, Uttara Bhajrapada, is a serpent representing the power to shed old skin and experience deep healing and spiritual truths. If you've never done this sort of process, one thing I find really helpful is to write out on a piece of paper 
the things that you are willing and ready to let go of that no longer serve you. And how do you know what those are? Well, it's the things that you might criticize yourself about, or it's like, oh, why am I doing that? Or this actually doesn't bring me energy. And there's a few ways you could approach this. Like you could just write out you kind of what you do in the average week. And as you look at that, you might notice it's like, why am I still doing this thing? Or this thing actually isn't serving me anymore. Or it's time to let go of this thing. You'll know, like intuitively, you know, when things have reached a sense of completion and closure, and it's time to let them go. And you may have at the full moon towards the beginning of the month, a sense of celebration of what's working really well and clarity like, yes, more of this. And with that contrast, contrast creates clarity. You might know, okay, less of that, <laughs> more of this, less of that. And then on the new moon, you may write out those things that's time to let go of and then rip that piece of paper up and throw it away. Or if you're outside, burn it. That's a real symbolic quality of letting go, a really powerful message you're sending to your subconscious that you rip this thing up or that you burn this thing. And again, it's in Pisces with the sun in the Pisces energy and Mercury there as well. So writing it out, Mercury, communication, and the creative sun is finding like all the ways you can express that you want to let go of that are no longer serving. And the sort of definitive action of the sun as well, of dis of destroying it, letting it go. And the new moon, a time of renewal. And in Pisces, the symbolic symbolism of letting it go, of burning it up, throwing it away, ripping it up. Uh, there's a big power in that. And again, as somebody myself who's very logical and practical, I still find incredible value in these kind of rituals and practices. And it doesn't have to be very complicated or anything like super fancy, like just literally setting a timer for 10 minutes, write all the things you're ready to let go of and just rip it up, burn it, throw it away, whatever you want to do. And that's it. That could take like 15 minutes. And that is a really powerful thing to do on the new moon on March 21st. Next sign transit is the next day on Wednesday, March 22nd. Actually, no, it's not. That's not a sign transit. That's Venus and Barani Nakshatra. Uh, we'll get to that when we get there later in the month. Uh, so then the next sign transit is at the end of the month, Mercury in Aries on Friday, March 31st. So Mercury will be in Aries for two months, a little over two months. This is uncommon. Mercury moves to the signs quite quickly, but because of the retrograde happening in April, Mercury will be there for two months. This is a dynamic and assertive energy that emphasizes communication, mental agility, and bold action. So with this placement, there is a desire for directness and decisiveness in communication and mental pursuits. Because Mercury will go retrograde in Aries next month, it stays here longer than usual, making these energies prominent until early June 2023. Mercury, our communication, Aries, ambition, and drive, so there can be more drive in our communication and our business and the work that we do. This is a time to be more creative, have more mental agility and take action on your ideas. So Mercury ideas, Aries action. Put your ideas into action. Don't just talk about it. Don't just even be about it, but do about it. So doing the things that you know are in the direction of what you wanna be creating 
having inspiring conversations, learning new concepts, exploring ideas you're curious about. This can be quite fun. And then when Mercury goes retrograde in April, it's a time to slow down a bit. And as you hear me talk about in this podcast, I am a big fan of retrogrades. You know, everything's direct right now in March, but when things go retrograde, uh, it's a time to go back over things, to review things. And I did a podcast a couple months ago about a new way of thinking about retrogrades that is essentially just to slow down. Not to think about it as like everything's going haywire and backwards and it's a big problem, but it's really just referring to the Earth's relationship to the other planets and the influence of each other, that it's time to slow down a bit. And also that energy is more present, more dominant, because we're actually physically closer to that planet at that time. So it's time to slow down, review, go back over things. And I love it. It's to get more organized, to get things cleaned up, to get things handled, uh, old tasks that are unfinished. Let me get there in April. But right now, through March, Again, to review and summarize, it's the main theme of this month is a focus on spirituality, personal growth, and transformation. There's emphasis on creativity, communication, exploring new ideas, new knowledge. And this is part of why I'm offering the Vedic Astrology Mentorship this month. Uh, I only open it a couple times a year at most. Last year it was only one time, but we'll be uh, opening it this month in 2023. So that'll be pretty exciting. If you want to learn astrology and that kind of stuff, uh, the spiritual, deeper aspects of yourself and others, that's what I'm offering there. But if you're not doing that, then it's any sort of like exploration of knowledge, information you've been wanting to learn, spiritual growth, personal growth, transformational work, yoga, uh, any sort of uh, tra practices similar to that, highly recommended throughout this month. And all planets are still direct this month, so there's a major opportunity for new beginnings. And it's also important to let go of old habits and patterns that are no longer serving you to create space for these new beginnings, especially on the new moon later this month. Great time to let go of what's no longer serving. And also in relationships, be diplomatic, curious, understanding, and be mindful of potential conflicts and communication. Uh, those can lead to great growth, but if they're approached in this way, in this diplomatic, kind of curious, kind, gentle way. Overall, March is a time for introspection, renewal, change, and transformation. And I hope you have an amazing month. As always, if you want all of this delivered to your inbox for free every week, I send weekly horoscopes that go in-depth with all these summaries of the transits. Go to quietmindastrology.com slash freehoroscopes and you can get free weekly horoscopes and exclusive offers to your inbox. And as always, get your free birth chart there and sign up for the waitlist for the next Astrology Mentorship at astrologymentorship.com. If you enjoy the podcast, leave a review. And thank you for listening. Hope you have a great month. Look forward to sharing more with you soon on the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast.